0: What was the biggest identity foreclosure you've had in the last few years?
1: Getting rid of my Abercrombie jeans from when I was 18. <laughs> 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 Truly, I, yeah. I, I remember how expensive those suckers were and how I saved every pretty penny and I told myself someday they'll fit again, and guess what, they don't and they're not even in style anymore. But <laughs> I literally, no, I mean, that was part of it. But I think for me, um Moving back home, which is something I never thought I'd move back home, and um I had this vision. After our second loss, I like hired someone to like help me unpack my grief because I was like, I'm angry, I hate my body, I don't know what to do. And she like led me through this exercise, and we were like sitting together, and she, we would get on the phone once a week. And I would, every time I wanted to like hit ignore, you know, like I was just like I didn't <laughs> want to do the call, deal like, with it, yeah, yeah, because I was just like. I know this is gonna suck. And we're like on the phone and she's like, okay, we're we're gonna do a little exercise and I want for you to close your eyes and like breathe. So she's like having me breathe. And she's like, I want for you to envision like the most vibrant version of yourself. Like you are happy and energized and alive. And she said this line and it was like, like a dial on a stereo. I want for you to turn your intuition up and turn the noise of the world down. And I was like envisioning all of this and in the vision i saw this little girl and pancakes and a persian rug and i was wearing jeans and a white linen shirt and i opened my eyes after the vision i was like bawling and i said to her she goes you know what came up for you and i was like i think we have to move and she was like what do you mean and i was like i love the house we're in but there's this bedroom and it was always going to be our baby's bedroom i get so emotional but and i'm like every time i walk by it i just think about what hasn't happened yeah and i was like i just this vision of like this long table and like this rug and this baby and like i see it that day, because I'm a quick action taker.
0: <laughs> you're like, you got looking houses, you're like, yes. I
1: get on Zillow, and I type in Duluth, Minnesota, wow. and Drew and I had never talked about moving home. Like, it was like, a, maybe we'll move to Minneapolis someday, like, you know, kind of stay in Where the city. Where were you city. living at this time? We were in a really small town in Wisconsin called Fort Atkinson. And we had great friends and stuff, but we didn't have the support of a family. And I found this house on Zillow mm-hmm. and I text my family text thread as a joke and say, maybe this will be the Kutcher Craftsman. Like it was this beautiful home in Minnesota. We had never talked about it. Drew is out on a run and his phone starts blowing up because my family's like, move home. Oh my move God. Home, he's like, home, what? Home. We never talked about this. Yeah, yeah. He gets home. He's like, what is going on in your family text thread? Like it's going crazy. And I was like, did you see the listing? And he's like, what listing? And I was like, I saw this house in Minnesota. And I thought he would be like, you know, maybe three years from now. And he, and he was like, oh, we could do that. And I was like, what? And, you know, it's crazy because I didn't necessarily wow. move because of the vision, but it was like the first thing where I was like, where we are is not working for me. The craziest part is this, Lewis. We didn't move for like seven, eight months. The day after we moved in, I took a positive pregnancy test. Wow. It was, it was literally, I like always say, I'm like, it's like I would like had to move home and like be grounded at home. Like it just felt Mm. like this like crazy moment where it was like, I'm home and I'm ready and like, this is it.
0: And that next day you moved in,
1: Mm -hmm. that's crazy. And here's the thing that's so wild about my journey because you know, one in four women experiences pregnancy loss um, is that when you're in it, I mean, it is dark.
0: I can imagine.
1: And I often think about, it's like if you were like walking through like a warehouse and it's just like pitch black and you're literally just like inching step by step, like you don't know where you're going. And it's like you just, you have a flashlight so you can only see like directly in front of you. And once you get through it, it's like somebody turned the lights on and you see where you were and why you were there. And I hate the line, like everything happens for a reason because when you are in it, there is zero (laughs) reason. reason. Yeah, there's no reason why that happened. But... Our, like, three-year waiting season, I can see now with hindsight, was required for me to build a life that supported what I was waiting for. Really? When I first was pregnant with my first pregnancy, I was shooting 25 weddings a year. I remember we were in Hawaii, and I looked up the due date, and I was like... I can't be you then. I have like four more weddings. I mean, I like have to cancel on these. Break- oh, like man. I literally was like.
0: It's like you were sabotaging your body.
1: It was like, I sense. didn't know how I would do it. You know what I mean? Like your
0: body's like, we're not going to let you do it then. Yeah. Like oh, it's man.
1: crazy. And then the second time around was a huge wake up call because I found out that I had lost the baby, but my body was still pregnant and mm. I had to show up and shoot a wedding the next day. And so when I look at those losses they were massive teachers in my life but by the time I was pregnant for the third time I had built a life where I was able to move and I wasn't tied to anything and I had no clients to answer to and I had built that and so there's this quote that I heard from a preacher and it's like sometimes the season of waiting is just as important as what it is that we're waiting for. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people find themselves in seasons of waiting, and it's really easy to want to like twiddle your thumbs and just sit there, right? I worked while I waited, and I don't mean like I hustled. I worked towards the life I wanted for when the time came. Mm -hmm. And it was so evident when it happened.